What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This episode number is 191, where today we're talking about Mulan from Disney Plus and Tenet from Christopher Nolan in theaters. I am one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. And it's me, Rog Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond, also in the chair of shame. Chris is looking the other way for the rest He's of the looking, show. He won't, his microphone totally rotates with whatever way his neck or chair rotates, but he refuses to do it. So he'll stand at an awkward angle for the rest of the show. That's fine. <laughs> you'll, we're, you'll, we're all okay with this. You'll stare at the wall. I, mean, I know I am. That's <laughs> fine. fine with it. I'll move freely around. That's right. <sighs> A free range of motion because we have human necks that rotate. Well, good for you, you guys. <laughs> well, wow, look at your fancy I'm, neck. I'm going to die on this hill. Let's talk about Grayson will not be the first one to die in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, um, you really want to do this? I do. So we just watched a, <laughs> we just watched a trailer for the movie Freaky. And uh, talking about people that would die in the first wave during. Okay, a so I look movie. over, I look over at Roger who's smiling at me, and then I look to my left, and Chris is also smiling at me, <laughs> meaning yes, she says I won't be the first to die, and they look at me as if I would be the first to die. Always, hundred percent. No, we're not. Okay, <laughs> let's. I have strategy. Do you? I just Liar. align myself with stronger people. They'll kill you. They'll be the ones that kill you. <laughs> the second they're hungry, they're just going to eat you. What? I don't taste good. You don't want that. I mean, have you seen The Walking Dead? You don't I have taste seen good. The Walking Dead. That show is ass, man. Uh, I mean, it's got its seasons. Actually, so news on that. They actually announced it was finally going to end after two more seasons. And oh, wow. Was, so it's a spinoff from two other main characters. Jeez. So I bet you they survive. What? <laughs> I thought that was dumb. I'm like, if they like an unannounced spinoff, totally okay. No, they'll do some stupid prequel stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, they. I mean, they're still. That, that was like, boy, when when Walking Dead was at its height, that was like Game of Thrones numbers almost, wasn't it? Or it's got to be somewhere. Oh, it's huge numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing: it still puts up pretty good numbers. It still is. What's the only thing that normally beats it now, um, or at least was beating it, was uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. At least that's what it was for a while. Oh, and, like, we, we work with a couple guys who really, who, uh, like, by their testimony, it's very good again. Like, they, it had its dark its dark season. You said it went up and back. down, and now it's back up. So. Yeah. But I'm so far behind, I'll never go back. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'll, I'll wait till I'm, like, 45 years old and watch it again. The episode Fine. when Negan kills Glenn, I stopped watching. Spoilers! Jeez! Spoilers from, like, six <laughs> years ago, man. Spoilers from 2010. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was like it's got to be 2015 or 16, but still four years ago. No, if you haven't watched it then, you, you, you got to be no careful with that kind of stuff, man. That's big. Too Everyone bad. knows about that. Uh, but I stopped watching hey, after John that episode. Snow doesn't die. John <gasps> <gasps> Snow <laughs> starts spinning out his massive. <laughs> Darth Vader is Luke's father. <gasps> <laughs> I remember the one time. Okay, okay. So this is the real story. I was at I was working in Carmike in 2005, and the prequel came out. You know, um, Revenge of the Sith, and these two kids. Now, granted, they, they Snape kills Dumbledore. They couldn't have been more than twelve or thirteen, and they were talking about how much they loved the movie. I'm, great, I'm glad to love Revenge of the Sith. And goes one of them looks at the other and goes, "I wonder what happens next." I thought to myself, "Well, you have movies for that." Episodes four, five, and six. Good, you made fun of children. Wow. Nice. Wow. You like the master of spinning things. Jeez, I Louise. mean, you did. I mean, I did. You, you're, you're right. Yeah, I don't right. have to spin that. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, we're up to a weird Rose start. Rosebud was a sled. Wow, that's <laughs> 1925. Well, it's from 1925. <laughs> Holy hell, man! Rosebud. That's a really good movie. I didn't watch that again. I haven't seen that in a while. 
I'm just trying to think of the biggest spoilers I could drop. What, what spoiler? Okay, let's talk about some big spoilers from like some like the biggest spoilers you can think of. They're obviously old enough that they don't. Well, matter I anymore. mean, obviously Vader as Luke. Va- yeah, of That's course. A huge one. There's a head in the box. What's in the box? What? <laughs> <laughs> Such whiny Brad Pitt. What's in the box? Yeah, he says all like. So I, have a, I have a running meme with one of my very good friends that randomly he'll just send me that clip. It's just, what's in the box? <laughs> I don't know why it became a thing, but I always laugh. Always. It's funny. I'm like, I don't think they intended for it to be a meme ever, but <laughs> you it's don't just think, funny. You don't think one of the, the ending of one of the most surprising and brutal films ever made to that time was supposed to be hilarious? At the end. No, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> unintentional comedy. <laughs> what are some other big spoilers? Like, I can't. What about some horror spoilers? There's got to be some of those. Um, horror movies aren't really that deep, though. They really have these big spoilers, though, right? No, not no usually. No huge, huge twists in most of your most of those kind of movies. No, because most of them are, you know, they just can't be killed. But whatever. Uh-huh. If I think of more, I'll just randomly throw them out during a show and ruin the flow. Don't worry about that one. Bit. Sounds good. Sounds good. I like that. I'm sure, I'm sure you can come up. I had to pull the Rosebud one from deep. <laughs> that was, that was good. Deep. Rosebud. Yeah, that was good. Okay, this is episode 191 of Forward Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Each and every week, we start with the box office curtain upcoming releases to talk about some trailers, and then into the movies of the week we watched and are kind of excited to talk about sometimes. Occasionally, I, lately. Not, uh, fitty, fitty. let's do box office all right so here's what i want to talk about the box office so all f- well four of the five then four of the five entries are now in the millions so that's 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 good well, good so the latest weekend obviously september 11th to the 13th um we got tenant is number one spot 6.7 domestic but it's brought in a worldwide of 207 last week at this time they brought in 145 yeah apparently tenant's huge in china yeah, what's okay. it's, yeah, it's doing it's doing okay. Well, it only it only did fifty million worldwide as opposed to one hundred and fifty week before. Do you have Mulan numbers? No, uh, no, it, no, no, they're not ever going to put that out. The New Mutants is number two with two point one million domestic, but is brought in a worldwide of twenty nine. Fifty three dollars worldwide. <laughs> Unhinged one point five million domestic, brought in a worldwide of twenty five, which is I think more than I thought that movie was going to do. Hmm. The Broken Hearts Gallery, which came out this past weekend, 1.1 million, has brought in 1.1 million worldwide. <laughs> Man. I... <laughs> and Bill and Ted Face the Music, 260K, bringing in a worldwide of 2,991,544. I, I wonder what their VOD number is. It's got to be yeah. enormous. So Huge. I asked about Mulan because that mo- it's not releasing on Disney Plus in China because they don't have Disney Plus. And they're releasing that movie entirely theater wide in China. That's why I asked what the if we had a number for it. it actually, I doubt I doubt they've done that. Yet, it won't then. have VOD numbers for China. Standard standard thing for us if something comes out to U.S. release, it's about four months or so before it hits China. Four so months? That's generally it. Jesus. Even like the Avengers. Yeah. It like the biggest movie ever. Yeah. It was still many months later. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got. Well, here's the thing. They have to pass all their censorship rules. Ah, oh, all right, yeah. And if they don't, they have to. They'll legitimately recut it to do that. So, okay. yeah. Well, it's such, it's, it's such a huge market that you can't just not. You can't just ignore their dollars. You got to. No, you yeah. have to. You want to. Yeah. You want to make. You want to pass all the tests. You want to get all that money. Mm. Whatever. I find that very interesting, though, that Mulan isn't being released on. Why aren't they Disney Plus over there? I don't. I uh, probably censorship, censorship reasons and oh. stuff that's on Disney. Do they Plus have any streaming that? services then? If they don't Disney, I don't Netflix. Think so. And, 
Mm-hmm. I, I can't mean, imagine they, probably, they do. They probably have their own version of something. Yeah, I don't. I, I know I, they don't I, have Netflix either. I don't know the answer to that question, but I just know that they don't have access to Disney Plus, so they're going to release it theatrically. So that's all I know. Well, we're going to talk about that one later. I, I another one of the. I'm just having Mulan. a. I'm having some really bad heartbreak moments with movies these days, but. Well, two of them are, the, are are this week. Two some some major ones for me are this week, but we'll we'll talk about that. Never get excited. <laughs> That's Rogers. You'll philosophy. feel better in the end if you just don't care. If you have a low bar of expectation, it's hard to be disappointed. That's right. Well, easily sure. be surprised, like Bill and Ted. Oh, there it is. Surprising. Go. Yeah, I was ready to hate that movie. It's and fantastic. I liked it. <laughs> All right. This past weekend, September 11th, bring brought us the Broken Hearts Gallery theatrical. Why'd you just do that? What? That's like I intentionally made so noise. Candy I'm just mad at both of you today. For it's no fine. reason, he just, just threw a Stop making bar. noise, man. I just uh, okay, great. One on one roll. I don't feel respected. All right. Look the <laughs> other way. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. What's the what's the movie with the the first found footage film with the? Remember when they found him in the Blair Witch? Blair, you Blair Witch that corner. Just stare at it. Just stare at it. All right. Next week, Annabellum on VOD. I can't believe that movie is coming out on VOD and not theatrically. I don't even know what it's about. Same. You. We saw the trailer a million times before COVID. <laughs> all right, whatever. Before COVID. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back in February, we watched this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. It's the middle of September. All right, September 25th, Greenland. Then we move into October. See, all these movies are leaving. You, you said a, a, a big one that got pushed. Well, Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman got pushed. That's yeah. a big one. But we all knew that was. We all knew that was going to happen. So from September 25th, which is Greenland. To October 9th, The Honest Thief and The War with Grandpa, which I doubt, I'm telling you, I don't think these movies are going to come out. There's a huge gap there. And then October 16th, Love and Monsters and The Trial of Chicago 7. One of those is VOD. Well, The Trial of Chicago 7 is Netflix, Love and Monsters is VOD. October 23rd, Connected, Death on the Nile, and Those Who Wish Me Dead, all theatrically. Hey, at least I've heard of one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm telling you, November 6th, Black Widow will not come out theatrically. We'll you see. seem to think it will. I we'll don't see. think so. I think they will. We'll mm-hmm. see. I have a theory as why they released Tenet, and I'll get into that when we talk about Tenet. We you might not be here for, but um, uh, and then rounding out November, No Time to Die and Pixar Soul. See, Soul might be one they may release. They may be okay with doing on VOD because it's got nope. such it, a. They wouldn't do VOD. It'd be the Disney Plus Plus. Well, the, the Disney Plus. And I mean, they said they'd never do it again. But Mulan was such a. It didn't make. I mean, it didn't do near what they wanted it to. Of course not. Which so, means that they probably won't do that again. Or they'll. Or they'll try. They'll try twenty five or twenty four ninety nine. Actually, I think if they did it again, it would be like fourteen ninety nine. You think so? Yeah, because that's what the Blu Ray would cost. Yeah, that's true. Right. Looking at, we still have in December. We still have Free Guy coming to America. Do but like these just haven't moved because we're just we're so far out from them so far. But I don't think any of those are coming out either. I don't, I don't know how so. many times do you legitimately move a movie. I mean, look at what moved a million times. We talked about it. Tenant. Tenant moved quite a few times. One Woman has now moved three or four times. Top Gun has moved a couple of times. The Kingsman. Uh, the Kingsman has moved. Black Widow. I mean, it's all. I'm just telling you that we're not gonna get. We're not gonna get after Tenet. We're not gonna get any more big releases this summer. This, this I year. bet we get Greenland. We're gonna yeah, get I'm Greenland not gonna say that a big release. That's. Uh, it is what it is. I bet you it's number one at the box office that week. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. They can uh, say it. Number right. one at the box office. I mean, biggest sure. movie in the world. That's <laughs> how do you, you guys do remember it. like the '90s and like very early 2000s when you see like a. 
You remember like those John Woo movies, like Broken Arrow and like Face Off, and how you see those commercials like every forty seconds on like primetime television, like number one movie in America. Yeah, I mean they still do that. Not much though. Well, but now you get it on YouTube ads, things like that. Yeah, you still get it. Oh my goodness! You just consume it differently. All right, let's talk about some trailers. Dune, baby. Let's talk about Dune. Okay, so Dune is so big. Dune had a trailer. A teaser. For a trailer. I'm sorry. I thought you just said dude is so big. Dude is No, no. Dune, <laughs> Dune is so big that it, it had a trailer on Tenet to tell you that the trailer was coming. It wasn't even a teaser. I wouldn't even call that a teaser on Tenet. Bold you saw move. Tenet. I did. Yeah, I wouldn't even call that a teaser. No, I was disappointed because I went and saw Tenet. I was like, oh, I'm going to see the Dune trailer on, uh, on the big screen. <laughs> and I sure didn't. <laughs> I sure didn't, Bob. Sure didn't. So uh, the Dune trailer owns... It's a good trailer. It's a strong trailer. Strong. Well, okay, so Dune is a movie that... I bet you it's three hours long. Oh. No if, doubt in my mind. With, in in so. theaters, three and a half, almost four. Oh, it's going to be long. Yep. It's um, going to be long, boys. Yeah, but they know they've got a they've got a cult following that they know is going to at least make them some money. You well, know that's I mean? also why it's going to be long. Yeah, which is good. Because they want to do the whole story. Yeah. So how about Jace Momoa <laughs> said this week that working on the end of Dune was so hard he almost cried coming home from work one night. <laughs> And I was like, that's awesome. dear God. <laughs> that's really awesome because he's like a really humble, like down-to-earth dude. Yeah, so he probably yeah. really did that. Yeah, he probably Imagine meant that. Imagine him just like getting home so tired, he's just like, a tear rolls down his eye as he's like, he opens a drink and just sits in his little recliner, <laughs> sighs deeply to himself like... Or like cries to his cat. Yeah. You, you know he's got a cat. Yeah. God, like, you just won't believe it. And he just stares off into space. <laughs> Jason Moe's a crazy cat guy. He has like 12 cats. This um, is confirmed. Confirmed. No, not confirmed. I don't want to start rumors. Whatever. whatever. Yes, the rumor you're a crazy cat guy so came from these four. We are not going to start the Dune any trailer, I, The Dune movies historically have not done very well. Well, there's only one real yes. one. Well, right, but there's there's been a couple of adaptions well, it's, like it's, TV and such. It's a bad movie, though. Yeah, well, well I mean, back then it was probably awesome. Back, Yeah, I mean, if you watch it now, there's a lot of problems with it. Like, you know production and all this kind of stuff but back, i remember my grandmother was really in into, into that whole movie yeah, we talked about that a little bit last books. week yeah and it's from what i remember you know and watched it i watched it about two years back with her and it's a it's a decently like, showing it's just it's just it's definitely dated that's its issue well like, yeah watching it well, now. I mean, it's what 85 well or yeah but there's like some that? there's some movies you can watch from that era that aren't sure that ghostbusters dated. well yeah there you go you know uh, the original alien stuff like sure. that but, Still plays. Yeah, it's a little dated, but I mean, the story's there. They do a pretty good job with it in that movie, and like, and like back then, doing the sand, doing the sandworm thing is a is kind of a big deal. I well, feel like. like that, and like also Tron, mm-hmm. is like they just put they just poured so much money into. Although I read an old, I think it was Cleopatra, one of the old like epics of the fifties when they made that. It was like today's the equivalency of like seven hundred million dollars they okay. put in, they put into that conversion rate. Right? Like good. And it, it didn't even come like it didn't even, you know, blip on the radar with the money they yeah. spent on it. But I don't know. I'm excited for this for well, this rendition of Dune. So that, that leads me to a question because me and Chris are clearly excited about Dune if you yeah. haven't got that vibe. Do you know anything about Dune, Grayson? Have you ever read the book? I have or? never historically been a Dune guy. I'll, I'll admit, I've seen the old movie, but again, without any context with the source material of the book, it, it was just a Dune movie that was kind of silly. Sure. So yeah, I, but, but I mean, what makes me excited for this is Dennis Villeneuve. This is his passion project. Yeah. This is what he's wanted to do for years, and I'm okay with that. I mean, we've seen what he can do at his best. So Which was what? Blade Runner Blade 2049. Run okay, I, I haven't movie. seen that yet. That movie... 
is an 11. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, there are some moments in that movie. But here's the thing. that's The interesting thing talking about the, the Dune trailer now on Tenet is because, I mean, they're not the same director, but they have kind of similar styles in that way. And what are you like, talking about? Nolan and oh sure and okay, yeah. not that I mean they have a few things in common but like that's why I mean the reason I love I instantly fell in love with Villeneuve is because I love Nolan so much mm-hmm. which is why today's episode is really going to hurt me but <laughs> well so like like the cast in Dune is oh spectacular it, right maybe the best cast I've ever like in, in uh, one movie it's going to be one of the best ensembles yeah. I mean for a sci-fi style movie oh absolutely I think so let's cast let's run through a couple of these people mm-hmm. so obviously it's uh, Timothy Chalamet and uh, Timothy Chalamet and uh, Zendaya are going to be the two leads. Then you got Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac, um, Jessica Chastain. No, no, I don't remember. You got the list there. Dave Bautista, right? Dave Bautista. Yeah. Okay, so Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Timothy. Rebecca Tim- Ferguson. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. who we always, always great. I mean, it's but just you don't even see in the trailer, by the way. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's he could be one of those guys in makeup. You don't know. I mean, it's, actually, I, I'm pretty sure I know who he. But is. that, I mean, so let's let's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that like you are like almost household names when it comes to films. Sure. Ten people. Yeah. Holy mother! No, I'm excited for Dune. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> spoiler: not everybody's coming to the second Dune movie. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> That's a, just, great, that's a I'm, great. That's a great spoiler. Just lead with that. That's a great spoiler. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Everybody's that's coming good. home. That's good. Um, <laughs> you so, figure it out. So let me ask. So we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're going to assume, I guess. <laughs> we're going to talk for a minute on the trailer, but let me ask you this. Sure. The amount of huge budget going into this. Massive budget. Do you think it's going to be success as in defined? See, unlike Nolan, where always he's always got you know people who love it and people who hate it. I think Villeneuve airs on the side of people are just always like, God, that guy can make a movie. You know, so it's like, I don't know how you would judge this or any movie in the near future financially for like a success, but I expect, and I will be utterly disappointed if this movie is bad. I expect it to be good, like really yeah, good. This, this is our Terminator Dark World or whatever, yeah. right? But he's never had, he's never, everything he's done has it's been, been fantastic. good. Well, that's what I mean, right? So if by chance he takes something that I love... <laughs> and he ruins it, I will burn his house down. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, you heard that I, here? I will not burn your house down, probably. 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 That's not a promise. It's a, it's a probably. But no, but... I mean, I listen, I all, all kidding aside, I fully expect him, because this is, this is a thing he's been trying to get going for years. So when does this thing come out? December 18th. That's, as of right now. That's this, this year? Dune Christmas, it, baby. It's not going oh, to I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Well, I think the world is – I think studios have taken note. Okay, so Tenet is at $200 million right now. If the world was normal, COVID never hit, Tenet would right now be at five or $600. That's just not about, a loss they're willing to take. I feel strong about that, about that Christopher Nolan. I well, do. It would have made a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. yeah it would, especially the opening weekend, it would have it it crushed. It would have made at least... Well, a, so here's yeah. the one thing of Dune and why I think it's going to stay in the same place. It's been in that same place, and there's never been a talk of it moving at all, period. And I think if they were going to move it, why give us the trailer? Yeah. Just hold it. So, like, reasons why I think this is going to be successful, um, just from, like a, like, a timing standpoint, there hasn't been a really good big sci-fi movie in a while, or a really big fantasy movie you know your your hobbit movies played out harry potter's been gone for a while your closest thing to like good fantasy movies we've had has been basically avenger stuff right 
superheroes uh, stuff yeah, in, that, in that realm. You're, you're probably right. You know, about that kind of like knocks on the door of that. So I people might be really itching for something like in down this vein, down this avenue. You know, some sci-fi epic, some big. You know, just I just look. I just space. hope it makes. I just hope it deserves. It gets. I don't care if it makes any money. I just want it to be great. Yeah. Now listen, well, if it doesn't make money, obviously I'll feel bad because of, listen, it's probably going to deserve all the money it could make. Mm-hmm. But if he makes it, I mean, think about Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. It didn't make a ton of money. Okay, so I it's excellent. Let me just so the movies. So when he's so prisoners, enemy, Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner, all have been fantastic. So he actually is now he's actually directing Cleopatra. Funny I bring that up because he's, that's his next movie. Oh, we Cle- just talked about that. Cleopatra. He's on a roll. Holy hell, man! I just if Dune is good, that man will write his write his own ticket for the next twenty years of filmmaking. Right. <clears throat> I would say he will rival. Uh, Nolan in that aspect. I just but... want to. I just want to see the sandworm. Give it to me. Well, because well, like, well, so, I don't want to see the sandworm. I want to see him ride the sandworm. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> I want. Well, because like, I mean, you know, coming from a, I'm, I'm a big fantasy guy, medieval fantasy. So like, seeing Smaug was awesome Smaug. because because they did it right. Watching Game of Thrones, <laughs> seeing the dragons. Smaug. <laughs> <laughs> Smaug. <laughs> see, seeing the dragons in um, Game of Thrones. I was so worried about about how they're going to portray them and stuff. So it's just I'm really excited to see how they do this on the big screen. This being a passion project and just hopefully it's just it's done well and looks awesome. That's what I want. So I am pretty confident that they took some real stuff from the book just from the uh, trailers, just by how some of the aircraft are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they yep. definitely they definitely describe some of the aircraft as looking and flying like dragonflies. Yep, and they are clearly in view, flying and looking like dragonflies, which. I mean, Respect. small details like that. Yeah. Nope. You didn't have to do that. Here's a here's a legit question I want to ask you: Do we get the next Avatar first, or the next Dune movie first? The next Dune movie, you Dune mean? Dune two, you mean? Yeah. What do we get first? Avatar well, well, supposed what's to. What's the second Dune? Messiah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's. I was just thinking like we're, know, we're talking we're listen, about. I'll have to give Avatar the edge because it's technically in production <laughs> for the past ten years, eleven years now. So I mean. Even before that, holy crap. I assume Dune's a two or three year movie every time you have to make one, right? Yeah, probably. Something similar to that. Yeah. Which they're, means they're, that it'll be at least two more years, right? Because it's you know, probably a year. Well, because he's got, already got something on the plate that's not Dune Oh, too. that's right. So, Andrew, yeah. so, yeah, he'll run through that and then probably, who knows. Hmm. Look, we're excited for Dune. That, that guy goes without saying. The trailer is, if you haven't checked it out, just, you know... Take five minutes of your day. Check out the Dune trailer. Best you will trailer be very you've happy. seen in a while, guaranteed. Yeah. And that's coming from and that's coming from a guy who has no tie to the original Dune at all. Well, but like I have, a, but like I'm a fan of strong character actors. You're going to get, you're gonna get fantasy epic here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to get it. Yeah. I'm excited. And I actually I would encourage you to read the book or listen to it through Audible before it comes out. I might. Uh, I have the book. I might just read it. I don't. I'm not really a big Audible fan, but I might just read it. Just give fine. it a go. See what it's like. I, I, I enjoyed more time last time I ran through it on Audible. It was excellent, and maybe, just maybe, I'll run through it one more time. It is a it is a good book. It's it's just a solid book, anyway. All right, let's talk about Freaky. So this is a Blumhouse movie, this is a starring weird movie. Vince Vaughn. And so Chris was giving us the premise of this before we fired it up to watch it, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. And then I saw the trailer, and now I'm kind of like, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so the killer is Vince Vaughn, and the girl he's trying to kill switch bodies. But I mean, it's no different than like Freaky Friday or even Jungle. What's the 
Jumanji, yeah. isn't it? So, like, I want to know who's going to do it better, Jack Black or Vince Vaughn, playing a 17-year-old girl. I'm curious who's going to do it better. I'm... I mean, that's actually a fair comparison. Yeah, a, I hadn't yeah. thought about yeah. it. Yeah, so. <laughs> didn't think about that part, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting. This trailer is generally interesting and semi-funny. Yeah, so. it, it seems fun, right? Like, the movie just seems like it's going to be a fun I mean, for his murderous rampage, yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with finding fun in a murderous rampage. It's True. okay. I imagine it's like a special treat to like... You know, after following up that big comedy series, Saw. For, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, the game Lollipop Chainsaw keeps popping in my head after watching that trailer, though. I mean, she does stand there revving a chainsaw. Well, that, like, there's, there's a table saw you'll see in the trailer, and just, like, people getting murder faced. I'm by, sure there's by a, a girl, shirtless so. girl somewhere, like, at least two seconds of shirtless girl. Yeah, whatever. All right, I'm in. We're good. Um, yeah, so, look, we're into that. I'm just... I just want it to be funny. You know, because Blumhouse movies... They're not really necessarily good, but I just want them to be funny and, well, and just entertaining. So I, I actually I want to counter what you just said. So you said they're not necessarily good. There are some Blumhouse movies that are surprise gems because well, this is this is the same are. this yeah. is the same crew that did Happy Death Day, and I think Happy Death Day is about as good as Blumhouse can be. I think both of those movies are pretty decent. Well, I'm Bl- actually disappointed they killed that franchise. Well, Blumhouse did Invisible Man, right? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. no, no. Well, that's it. But see. That's a more serious one, okay. where this is definitely going to have that comedy angle to it. Okay, so I, I don't, you. I don't really. It's just the same production house. Yeah. So I don't, I don't look at it that way. Okay. Gotcha. But isn't Blumhouse doing the Saw reboot? I imagine Spiral. They Chris Rock, right? Yeah. The yeah. book of Spiral or whatever. I, that's actually, also been delayed. Listen, I saw the, uh, I saw I the, the I saw the one sheet for that for the first time now, where it's just a silhouette walking underneath the, um, a traffic light, mm. and the top light of the traffic light's the Saw Spiral. And I'm oh, like, right. that's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. Yes, give me this. I hope it's good. I'm I'm a big fan of the. Of I just hope it doesn't suck. Series. That's the motto of the show. <laughs> so I just fair. hope it doesn't suck. Yeah. That's... So I mean, at least at least freaky. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm into it. Seems fun. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that one. I think. Yeah. yeah I didn't hate the trailer. It was a good yeah. start. It's good. <laughs> Real good start. We've we've been burnt before by good trailers. We always get burnt by good trailers. <laughs> always always get burnt by good trailers. Yeah. Oh my God! That Jurassic Park. Fallen Kingdom had a decent trailer. I need to watch that. I need to watch a lot of things. No, you don't. I don't think you... Honestly, I don't think you do. I mean, you're going to be angry. You're going to be Ooh. upset. So, we're talking about a movie I watched again yesterday that I love that I've talked about many times. Edge of Tomorrow was on TV yesterday. Mm, oh, yeah, one. it was. That's a good one. I also... Good movie. So I know I, I, I know. I, I love I, it. I know I told you guys before, but I want to... So, there's this... I watched it on... I was, I was looking through some Hulu movies. It's called Crash Pad. Um, Dom Hall Gleason, Thomas Hayden Church... Christina Applegate. Uh, the movie starts with Christina Applegate and Dom Hall Gleason having an affair. She says, "I'm never gonna love you." He leaves very upset and hurt that you know she wouldn't even consider him. And then Thomas Hayden Church, her husband, finds out, and it goes to Dom Hall's apartment to kick the crap out of him and kill him. And then they end up becoming boys, living together, and then going clubbing for the next few nights together. And it's hilarious. It's clever. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've belly laughed four or five times at some of the really, really clever stuff in that movie. If you have Hulu, check that out. We will be watching that sometime soon. I uh, think. Actually, I was just telling somebody else about Palm Springs a couple of days ago. Oh, and I was like, so listen, good. you want a movie that you will love? Check this out. Just, Every single person that's watched Palm Springs on my recommendation has has thanked me. They're it's like, just that's such so a strong good. movie. <laughs> it's a 10, man. It is. It's a 10. Yeah, it's a that's, good one. And the other movie we watched that week, Lighthouse, was like, that's easily oh, yeah, that an, an eight or an eight, eight, an eight and a half. Yeah, it was like, a good week. God. Yeah. This week, not so, <laughs> not so decent. But. So let's just jump right into it without further ado. It's Mulan. Moonland. Moonland. The Moonlands. Let's talk Mulan. Okay. 
I want you to pronounce these names. <laughs> Fire away, buddy. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I paused. Yeah, All right. September 4th, 2020 came out. It premiered on Disney Plus, actually, behind a paywall of $29.99. Now, it's, it has since been said that that's just going to be the premiere access, and it will be on Disney Plus before too long. December 3rd or something like that. December 3rd, which is, just wait for it. Trust us on this. Just wait for it. It's not only 10 weeks or something like that. Director Nikki Caro. Okay, so Yiffy Liu is Mulan. I- I'm not going to say his names right, and I apologize. Donnie Yen. That's what I did say, right? Commander, hey. Commander Tongue. Love Donnie Yen, by the yeah. way. IP man. You guys ever watch those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> those are quality. Oh, that is him. Oh, hell yeah, it yeah. is. Those are actually pretty decent. Yeah, I yeah, like not those. Pretty those are pretty decent. That's good, some of the yeah. best action yeah. movies you ever see, buddy. Um, Lee Gong is Zhuing Zhong. <laughs> Jet Li is the emperor, whom I didn't. It nope. took me till the end of really? the movie to realize who that was. Okay, I am yeah. Yula. I am nobody's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen um, that the one? Yeah. Hey, you are mine. <laughs> Jason Scott Lee, Bori Khan, Yosan An is hungry. Uh, I, 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 again, I'm super sorry. Right, I'm so, uh, butchering these names. He's gonna stop saying the name yeah. now. So it's got a, a nice cast of characters. So it is, of course, it's a rehash of the, the Mulan from the 90s, the, the Disney Mulan from, what, 99, I think so? Something like that. Hey, you yeah. know what Mulan gave us? It was the very first time Christina Aguilera had a, she was the one that sang the, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her oh, stuff to start Oh, that was her. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yep. That's right. Drop a Christina Aguilera well, knowledge. She, well, <laughs> What's she, up? She, What's she, a, she does the remix baby. version of her song in this, by the way, which was supposed to play in the movie. It's not until the ending credits. So yeah, I assume I didn't watch the credits. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I was excited. I mean, I watched the movie. I was the excited. credits hit. I went bloop. I was excited for this. So I watched the goddamn credits. Yeah. How excited are you now? I I, I watched like five minutes of the credits. I, I didn't watch all the credits. Well, but... that was Chris Angler's song re- re- remastered. So so yeah, okay. I immediately began to watch television. I, look, you didn't. You, you were completely off mic. Yeah, completely <laughs> off mic. Just turn the chair into the mic. What is the problem, man? It's good. Fair enough. Right look here. the other way. Look, <laughs> look away. away. Look away. What's that from Bridesmaids watch. when she's pooping in the <laughs> sink? Look away. Look away. No, no it's don't look at me. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that, that's a funny movie. That's a funny movie. There you go. Um, this shit in the street. All right. So let's. this is a different <laughs> – this is a different – take on Mulan. Not really, I mean, it's just, there's no Mushu, which a lot of people were pretty upset about. One half of the cast, but it's fine. What's that? He said half of the Mushu starring cast. Mushu was one half of the starring cast. He was, I would admit, gone. Mushu was a good character. And, and, this was, movie, and this movie's longer now, with well, la- less cast. I mean, can you be more angry? It's Thank garbage. You. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. Fire away, Chris. I like Mulan. All right, I'm done. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Fiend. I like Mulan. I like the Disney anime movie. It's got such a good message. This movie is a, just a soulless shell of what that's supposed to be. No, no. But, I don't, but I don't he, disagree this, with you on that. So this movie had a lot of problems, much like Lion King. It just it lacked any kind of emotional soul. Okay. Which yeah. is a big problem for Disney because Disney's all about that emotional center. For characters. I just don't know why they'd be okay with butchering the story and making it to something else. I mean, I get like there there is a message here, but it's not the right message. It's you know, don't be afraid to be who you are or whatever. I get it. You know, you know, do your thing. You be you. You do you. But at the same time, the original message of this was someone going against the odds and doing the best that they could and becoming the greatest version of themselves, which was more than enough for what they needed to do. That's a great story. 
but they don't. They decide not to tell it here and just. Well, I don't know, they like, sidestepped it and did something else, which is what you two have such a huge problem. I have less of a huge problem with it, but you two really have a huge problem with it. Well, so I mean, the problem that me and Chris have is the same problem because we're both dads of little girls. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. So in the animated version of Mulan, you don't ever get the. I mean, obviously, you get some blowback because she is a woman mm-hmm. and things are different. In this movie, they basically shame her. Yeah. For what she does then at the very end obviously it all comes back around where she saves everybody but if you're a young girl watching this movie you're gonna feel bad about being a young girl like you they'd straight up tell you you can't do this you can't do this. unless you have well and this yeah, unless you're superhuman unless you're bad well, that's superhuman the power I, I like it's almost it's almost like it's the movie spoiler she kind of has the powers. movie more alienates than it doesn't than it is inclusive because it said it's straight up. You know, she's she's a super person. She's a superhuman in in essence, just in in a in plain terms. So her there's no struggle. There's no growth. There's no plight really. Besides the fact that she just has to decide to stop. You know, not being awesome. Strong. Just, no, no, I mean, her 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 arc is she goes from completely re- rebellious and doesn't follow the rules to a team player who realizes there's a bigger picture outside of her. Nothing says that she's not a team player to begin with. But there are, but it's they won't let her play on the that. team. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her being rebellious. If she was a little like boy, they wouldn't give her any of that growth, you know? any of that problem at all. The be- I mean, all well, they of give course you- not. not, not in that culture, not nope. in ancient China. Culture. All they give you is in the beginning, she chases the chicken, she gets in trouble because she's because she does cool things. Well, she, she doesn't fly. Okay, she doesn't. <laughs> There's no she doesn't rebellious listen about to anybody. That. She she's just rebellion. Does... No, no, that's coming. I mean, she breaks a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, she does. Well, yeah, but that doesn't define rebellion she's just running around chasing a which I'm, I'm pretty shit. sure that would have had a much more severe consequences than just to sit down with your father in, in well, those times it's a I, I'm movie. Sure. there's also no blood in this entire thing that people actually I, I thought about that myself like there's a massive amount of sword play and not even one like the only drip of blood is when somebody takes a cut across the off of the hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're not wrong about which that. Which she seems surprised about when she caught so, a sword in her hand, but it's um, fine. I actually have other questions about the tactics of this war. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and about how many people Mulan killed of her own troops. <laughs> because listen, it could be extensive. It could be. <laughs> it could be extensive. Well, so so there's a scene with some shields and some catapults. That's a brutal scene. Like, you're talking about the fight on the, on the open. Uh, yeah, just just like the weight of that. I like, love. They went there. I love that they went straight uh, Testudo, straight all the ancient Romans. That's what that is, man. Testudo yep. with That's the, what yeah. they do, yeah. Oh. Um, right off the bat, I actually kind of dig the music in the beginning. The music's when, okay. The cinematography's so, great. Well, yeah. The cinema, well, so when someone's... So when her... The person narrating is her father, and he's talking... He narrates to, like four times. Yeah, well, I mean, he, yeah, but he's narrating. But see, the reason I'm okay with the... With the girl and like kind of the superpower is because he's saying he's telling a legend. Okay. And legends tend to be embellished anyway. Why does that make it okay to you though? Because we're, we're it, seeing it play out. We're not seeing like it doesn't say the embellished version of the story. It's, well, it doesn't. But I mean, legend seems. To, I think legend that's that's all wrapped in the same word to me. It's well, like I think the real problem is is so we have this entire version of Mulan in live action, but it's still not real. Well, that's the issue that I have. They try it, right? to ground this down in more realism by not having your dragon character. But we but... still, have, we still have a goddamn phoenix. Yeah, you got a phoenix, and you have you have you have super cheap you power witch. people. <laughs> Witches. Well, that, so shape-shifting witch. Couldn't figure out what it wanted. The, the witch is a whole different. Why does everybody have sheet magic? What? How come when you have high chi you can do sheet magic? Like what? What, what, what the hell is that? Like like more than one person throws I mean, sheets at people. In I know this movie. someone in this room who doesn't have a proper amount of chi. <laughs> is, 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 is it me? No, it's 
No, it's actually Chris. Oh, yeah. good. I mean, I good. know, good. I knew, I knew you didn't. <laughs> oh my god! See, what you're saying, you have the cheese. Is that what you're saying? I didn't complain about the sheet magic. Oh my god! Uh, I didn't no. complain about it either. <laughs> so I, I was saying is I get what you're saying. It's going right over his head. What, what, whatever. He has no this, idea. Is gonna, this is going to bother Chris for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh my god! Shut up, Jeez Louise! Oh my goodness! The music is great. I loved. Um, so in the beginning, when one of the first fortresses falls, the laws of the universe are already silly. You have the enemies that are just the villains that are just completely Wall just runner, running up parpoing. That's what I have a problem with outside of Mulan's kind of yeah, but that cool additional ass, powers. But that cool-ass camera shot that we got from that. Really but cool. I don't – but what's the point of walls or fortresses or anything if the, your, people can just run up them? Well, they explain that he has a sh- – that that the witch and uh, Borakan have trained a, like, a, like like a shadow – like a shadow – like elite shadows forces – that's that's who you're seeing invading these. It's not an army. It's it's these those guys that are able to do that kind of stuff. Like it's like twenty super ninjas, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're like super ninjas. Super I like ninja. That. That's the best. I way mean, to that's the easiest it. way to look at it, right? But so again, though, that that comes into my problem. So we get this whole real life version of Mulan, of that's what's supposed to be a legend, and we do get people who can run up walls, you know, do backflips off horses, and catch arrows, things so, like that. Like there's. But why? Well, I mean, so if you want to do that, why can't we have an? Why can't we have a dragon? I know. If we can have a phoenix, we can have a dragon. I, well, the, well, see, that's the problem. Is they they, yeah. you're, you're you're right. They don't com- they don't completely sit in both in either world. So I know the bigger character in Aladdin is the genie. Sure. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, imagine watching the live action Aladdin and they didn't do the genie. What it was, like, oh, you're talking so, about Mushu then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. What, yeah well, like, no, I, I understand what you're meaning, but so even when they did the live action version of Aladdin, they do a lot of stuff differently, and it's okay. They do, yes, because they clearly use magic and clearly do a bunch of other stuff, and it's totally okay mm-hmm. when you do it. So I don't understand why they why, set this movie like this. Why pull the punch here? Yes, but do other things. Exactly. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, because this movie isn't as good as Aladdin. It's not even close. No. And it's Aladdin's probably, not, it's and it, probably not as good as Lion King. And, and, and I hated that movie. Yeah, I hated Lion King and Aladdin. The, the, the live actions last See, year. See, I didn't hate Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was great. I, thought, I gave I it a sweet... Wait, I think I gave it a seven. I can't remember. But I mean, I didn't... It wasn't what I wanted out of Aladdin. I'll say that. Sure. Neither was Lion King. Well, I mean, King. you wanted Aladdin. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, I think, was the closest of those three to what I wanted. But Jungle Book's pretty close. Well, but of those three, the... Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin, the, 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 the big three for most people. What's their next one? Little Mermaid? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, can I talk about the scene that I had the biggest problem with of in this movie? So, And it's actually not even the biggest scene I have a problem with. It's the lack thereof. So, in the original animated movie, there's the when she makes her choice to leave in the middle of the night, it's a big... The scene's a big deal, right? It's There's some build-up there. She's in her home. She lights, she lights her candle... She cuts her hair with her dad's sword and then leaves and stuff. So, like, she gets – you can feel the weight of this. And then in this, it's literally just her pointing the sword at the screen and then turning around, and then she's just gone. Well, again, there's no soul here. Well, I also had a problem with one thing that you made mention. She never cuts her hair. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I had a problem with that, too. That, I thought that was a big miss. She's, right? she's still gone and training, so the hair could have grown back but it doesn't... if that's what you want. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay, I have a respect response to what you're saying i think that's just the way things are now and that's it is what it is when it comes to you know pop culture whatever but that's you know that's part of it i think is what you just said about the, the hair cutting and everything but I she did, does I cut just, her hair in the night in the in the animated version well that's the thing is that's a big like because she actually uses the sword mm-hmm. to do it and like that's 
That's that, a like, big scene. What you were talking about, that's where the weight comes from. Yes. Is she uses her father's sword to cut her hair. Well, there's a weight in that decision because, like, it, like obviously, it, it, it endangers her family's honor. It endangers her. It could get her family killed. All this other stuff. And she makes that, that decision anyway because that's what heroes do, right? Like, that's, you know, those are the decisions that are made. But, like... Cutting your hair is a big symbolism thing for for back then too, because you know women grew their hair long. It was and you know they put up to be to be geishas and all that kind of stuff. But so. like the movie never even addressed it. No, but it culturally doesn't. there would. I mean, I bet you people who you know to dedicate their you know academic life to studying this are they, were, they saw this and like that nothing nothing is moving as accurate nothing. Well, I mean, they probably called out the flying magic bird and the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying as far as no, yeah, as far as culture and and, and and hair heritage, yeah, well, there's probably so, so much inaccurate. It's, just, it's, just, it's such a big moment that then why why like why it, not have it this movie's so long why do you take that See, part I, out it was only an hour and 45 i don't think it's, no, it's almost two it's longer than really it, yeah, okay, but it's okay. definitely I, longer than the animated yeah it's longer than the animated one is the big deal it's so much longer with with less with less. Well, see, I'm substance. okay with that. The, I think live action one needs to be longer. No, it's allowed animated. to be longer, but why is it longer when it's bad? How are you cutting things out? <laughs> I mean, that, okay, that's fair. I, yeah, and, that's fair. And I guess I, I said one scene, but there's another point. Um, have you guys watched it recently? Do you know anything about? I watched the an- it this morning. Okay, so then, like, what about the animated? Have you seen it recently? No. Okay, so it's been, it's been years. Okay, so like they're marching in the animated version. It's winter time, and they're like singing, having a good time. They're happy. They've you know they're training, frolicking in the snow. The kind of, the, the frolicking to battle because they're like they're ready and like it's this very happy, uplifting moment. And then the song just stops because they walk into a burnt down garrison good like bodies and stuff you know like like they do walk up on a nice pile of they, well, in oh, they, say do, they, they but, really do but yeah. but it was it was already somber and they're marching out to meet and like it was there was no like no buzzkill yeah there was no because like that was a that was an impactful moment you, you felt that everything's great then oh gosh you know what I, actually all of a sudden. It, kind of an extension of what you're saying is you know what i was waiting for mm. when they were doing the training montage in camp when they were all learning to be soldiers yeah. i was waiting for in a you know with with maybe some instruments to sound like you know the the, the music of the time I was waiting for it to be the the, the shell of I'm gonna make a man out of you they I was waiting for that. that that would have been a fun, fantastic callback they made one so they make a call out to that when he said he says he says we're gonna make men out of all of you you know he does the the general does say that but that's it that's the only call to that, that you get well so let me ask you a question after watching Aladdin and Lion King why couldn't Mulan have some music. I was wondering. I, that was my next point of because talking. Is, done it. I, I yeah. don't understand why there there now, was no song. Obviously, in this. if you want to serious this movie up a little bit, because they clearly that's what they did. Yeah, you could still have some very impactful music here, or like you know, you just made a nod to what could have been you know just a little like that's clever and it would have worked you know during the training. But there are other there are really good songs throughout Mulan. I mean, it was what it's one of the peak Disney. Oh yeah, songs. There's some good ones. One yeah, movies. You could have taken any one of those, slowed it down a little bit, make it a little bit more dramatic. You could do that here mm-hmm. because she's got plenty of time off by herself when she you know when she sneaks away to finally take a bath because she stinks, <laughs> which I actually did appreciate. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they many times. Um, she could have sang a song to herself, even if it's just like a line or two. Like you can do things like that and make it so much more impactful. Yeah. I, th- I think so, especially if it's a callback to the. I like that the, idea the of, of, of like two or three lines. You know, just something small, something like a head nod to the original stuff, to and, and to well, make the like, people that, yeah. that are watching this because of because of being fans of the original make them smile, makes them included. You yeah, know, you know, I, mean? I agree with you, but like it that goes so much further than just little things like that help 
with an audience than even like the three seconds of three lines helped so much with like someone like me um, someone like roger my age because you're several years younger is that's right (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm I'm just saying i'm just (laughs) i'm just saying it it would have made me happier yeah no i think this movie isn't very uplifting it's not. Not until the very end when it ends, obviously. That's like when shit happens is like the end of this movie. True. And even that's a little bit jarbled, but and it's I okay. Didn't, you know, I was very disappointed in, in the in – the, when they were trying to flush out the character, um, the, kind of the guy that she's back and forth with in camp, I was really hoping – I guess it's a spoiler in a weird way, but I was really hoping that the whole time he knew. He absolutely knew who she, who she was, who she wasn't. So I don't agree and with you. I was you. waiting for that. I don't agree with you on that, but that reminds me of another point. And so like in the original I know you want to say in the original, and I know this is the same thing, but it's like like these are the things you're gonna compare it to if you've seen this if of course, you've seen the original. Of course, yeah. yes. So like, natural. So like she saves them with the avalanche in the original, right? She saves them with an avalanche in this one too. Kills however, many of her own men. Probably. So court marshal. In that in that re, <laughs> in that vein in the for, in the original one, people saw well, her love interest sees that, you know, that she saves everyone, that she caused the avalanche, but it's what saves everyone. And, you know, that's like a big moment. Where this one, no one sees it. There's no acknowledgement of that, and she's just kicked out because, you know, well, again, she's a woman. Well, like, yeah, but, but but there was a knowledge of the fact that she saved everyone in the, fir- in, in the original one. That's why she isn't killed. You know, but that's why I was so excited for this movie going into it, because I knew, I thought, I would have thought that during, during the battle on the plains that... Because she's she's very inclined to you know physically and in, in battle, she was just going to be out there kicking ass, and her helmet was going to come off, and she's a woman, but she's saving her her friends. Like yeah. I thought, that's a that's an absolute shoe in for a scene, and we didn't get it. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I was so angry with that other stupid witch part, and it just what in the world? And one, I hate the witch, stupid ass character for stupid ass reasons. But I'm, I don't want to talk about it. But I want to ask you guys: Did you feel like you were watching this movie in pieces? Yes. Like, this movie was just, it was very... Segmented. Yes, it's, like, jumpy. It's like, you're here, now you're here, now you're here, now you're here. Well, because they, they don't do a good a good, uh, a good instance of really, like, past the training time when they're in camp. Yeah. They have a really hard time pacing that movie. Yeah. It's like, you go scene to scene to scene to scene to scene with no real in-between time. Like, hey, we gotta go up here. Oh, hey, we're here. No, it's just one scene, another place, another place, another place. And it happens a lot, especially after about the halfway point. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're just going from spot to spot. I mean, I, I made cracks all through the movie, especially after they acknowledge that she's a woman about why she no longer wore armor. Like that didn't happen I mean, in another one too. Like, like I don't understand why she's there just fighting her in her goddamn you know pajamas all of a sudden when in the in the original she has her armor on. Right. <laughs> There's no reason for her not to be rocking a breastplate. Yeah. It, you know some some gauntlets. Come on, put your helmet on. Yeah, arrows are raining down. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I it's there are weird decisions. Let me ask you guys one scene, right? Yeah, one scene that really sticks out to me of like what was happening. So the scene where she goes head to head with the witch, okay, which is a long drawn out scene, far longer than need to be. Where were they? That's the thing. You mean like in the mountain? All all of a sudden they were on a no, plane so, and so all they're, in the mountain. they're in the mountains. Okay, she's clearly in the mountains or whatever. She's on ice question mark green ice with, i think with, greenish yellow ice well, even with steam vents coming up all around them so the ice begins to crack nothing ever happens 
That's a good Where point. are you? But like, that's the thing. Is like this is that's why I think this was a much bigger. Are you I, on Mars? I, I feel don't like I feel like this is a, there was stuff deleted. There's lots on the cutting room floor, as they say. Due like, to where because, are you? no, that was one of my. I mean, I just but there are on, on things to address. That's like that's well, way I mean, they down. They definitely my list. make it a point that hey, the ice is cracking. They're showing you this, and then none of it ever breaks. Yeah, like there's no reason for that tension. There's no payoff to that, and, and the then she just knocks her down and leaves her there. She thinks well, she she's thinks dead. she's dead, but then like first off, Jun double tap. Yeah, <laughs> my man, Zombie Land always double tap. Uh, but I mean, that's that's the iconic scene where you know. What what's the family name? Hong, Jun Hong or yeah. Hong Jun is dead, and then so, yeah. Mulan is re- reborn. reborn. I, I get that, the but I mean, but that Ooh, moment, I get it. But that Symbolism. moment wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Your face is so weird right there. <laughs> so weird. You couldn't make that sound again if you tried. I feel like do it. Don't. I want to hear it. <laughs> it disturbed me. But it it, it wasn't. That scene had no emotional resonance with me at all. The whole, like, the whole well, most of this movie, the whole doesn't. movie has no emotional resonance. But the one yeah, scene so that actually, was supposed I'll, to. I'll counterpoint that a little bit. So when when the very end of the movie, when the family is there with the, um, they're presented with all the emperor stuff. I think that has some emotion because you know she gets the she gets the new sword that has, you know the, the uh, mark on the other side. It's the termination family. Now see, I I, I appreciated that. I mm-hmm. liked it. It's still not worth the payoff. No, no it's, it's not, not worth. But that's the most emotional part of the show because, you know, that's just, like her dad sees. Because I made the comment, not knowing how they were going to end it. Yeah. Like if she just went back to her village, no one would ever know what she did. Yeah, no, yeah, in that any was a capacity. Thing. Yep. Like it's not like you'd open up Twitter and be like, "Holy shit, you <laughs> see what Milan did?" Look at the clips. Yeah, man. Look at that. But, like the newspaper arrives the next day. You're not getting that. Like it's not happening. A scroll. Yeah. <laughs> Eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> Handwritten. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Also, I mean, I was furious, and I'm, I'm, I mean, furious when on the bridge, her and the her and the guy from camp, they don't kiss. I'm furious. Why? Because why – she's already made the decision not to go in, into the Emperor's Guard. What so if he's gay? That's totally irrelevant in this conversation right Absolutely now. Absolutely it's not. He wants to. It's her that doesn't want to. You don't know that. I do. I watched the scene. So What are you talking I'm, about? I'm, getting, I'm guessing it's a lot because of the tradition. She has to be matched. That's her husband. You know what I mean? He's already matched. Yeah, he's matched. He goes over that way. But isn't her. the whole thing rebelling against what you have to do? I mean, no, it's about fighting witches. No, it's about family. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's about, being, it's, it's about being courageous, not about rebelling. Well, that I mean, it's, it's kind of one of the weird witch. things I saw. And, like, remember the movie 300? The whole movie's about not submitting. And then, like, she ends up giving herself to the politician to, to get something she wants for Leonid. And the, the, the whole movie's about not submitting. She submits. Anyway, but the, to me, that was just rang false, that we, we one scene. A, we just made a weird jump. Well, no, that's, <laughs> a, that's, the second, that's the second 300 reference because of the Testudo thing that you do with oh, like, yeah. doing yeah. that. No, yeah. Oh. That's arrows, a great graphic. Our arrows will way. blot out the sun. Then we will fight the shade. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. Yeah. Who, oh, yes, who said that? that? <laughs> who was the guy who said that? That was um, who was the actor who said that? That we will fight the shade. Yeah, yeah it was Prometheus. David yeah. Prometheus. Who was that? 
I can't think of his I like that actor. I think yeah. he's I think he's in, in a lot of things, isn't he? Yeah, he's ton every, like everything yeah. now, but I mean he's he's big. Um so I don't know some things this movie rang false to me. I just I was pretty unhappy with the final product, given how excited I was. I mean it's part of the nineties. Well, they hyped this up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot. And I'm telling me, you there's a different movie somewhere here. I'm telling you there is at least another thirty to thirty five minutes of movie in here that they took out to make it shorter. I'm telling took, you. Well they took out the wrong shit. Well, fine, but that may be. But I'm, I'm, I would bet there's, there's, there's a much bigger cut of this movie somewhere. I don't, I don't think we'll ever really know how much this hurt them because of the way they yeah, released we'll it. We'll never get a real number they from have, it. They have the safety of you know, oh, it was a success, blah blah blah. But we'll never know. Oh, COVID, COVID, COVID. Every every movie considered a, a, a loss this year. They're gonna we're gonna look back in this year's oh, COVID, well, COVID. One, they COVID. don't. They're not gonna admit that's a loss. They're gonna say it was a, it was a success because we don't know the numbers beyond the twenty nine ninety nine price tag. We never will. But if we don't know the numbers, it's a loss. If no, because we don't ever know Netflix's numbers. Mm. Yeah. You can't no. call those a loss. But we'll never listen, know. Is it, is it going to make a billion dollars like Mulan would have? Absolutely not. That's my point. As to, I don't I'm know. It still you. might make a billion dollars in China. It could. It might. It could. China's pretty unhappy. They might tear it up. China's pretty unhappy with how negatively it's being reviewed, though. So yeah. I, mean, I don't know. They how might whole... get a different movie, though. Well, how about, we, how about we give it our negative reviews? <laughs> our, I mean, I mean, I don't. I, we didn't get enough Jet Li either. I thought we needed more of Jet Li. I think Jet Li's more of a cameo and a respect kind of thing. Yeah. More than it is a requirement. I'm just happy Jet Li's doing all right. Like, he got really sick there for a while. Yeah. He almost died. And that would have made me sad as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jet Li dies. Things are going to be a problem. Maybe I'll go and watch a bunch of Jet Li movies tonight. Just in case. Jet Li. <laughs> what if Jet Li Johnny shows in? up in the next John Wick? That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would. That'd be super Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, it'd be awesome. Or only, even, or even Jackie Chan. they Chain. fight and then become like allies. No, 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 no. They're allies from the get-go. No, I don't they have to fight first. Do they have to? Always. Though? Oh, God. Right. You, don't, you don't want to see the John Wick versus Jet Li fight? I mean, I do, but like I don't. Old man versus old man. Yeah. Both have a dog. I hope it, I hope it says Jet Li goes to kick him and John just shoots him in the face. Fight <laughs> <laughs> <Play> over. <laughs> and then awesome. like, and then puts down his jacket, his suit jacket. He just trades up his suit jacket, you know. Good. Good. Right, so he wants to go first. Just kicks him through the forest. Um, to hell with this movie. <laughs> two. I'm done. Oh, wow. I'm going to give it higher than the two, but I didn't like it as much as you didn't like it. I mean, it's just. Go ahead, Roger. Okay, so I'm going to teeter here, and I don't normally do this because I want to call it a four. That's it. I was going to say that's exactly what I'm giving it. But I'm probably going to give it a five, and here's why. Well, because five is what I ever recommended, right? That's sort of the line. And I'd have a hard time for somebody who wants to see Mulan for me to be like, listen, you have to see it to make your own decision because I don't want to steer somebody away from it. If they want to watch it, can I counterpoint to that? Absolutely. So, would you recommend them watch it at the twenty nine ninety nine price? No, no, uh, no, no, no. Listen, nope, nope, that's nope. a wait until early December and watch it for free. So, I okay, told so, you. Okay, that's I told a very, you that's a very fair it. way to do that. So yeah. maybe I'll just give it a flat four and be yeah, like, wait I for think... it to be free if yeah. you want to watch it. Because listen, if you're a diehard Disney fan and you want to watch this version of Mulan, go ahead. You're probably going to feel roughly the same way we do. It's not as good as the original. It's not as good as a movie I hated in Lion King. So, I mean, have ca- any of them been good as, as good mean, as the original? The character Beauty and the Beast is great. Beauty and the Beast is I strong. Disagree. Cinderella is good. Beauty and the Beast and, is good. I just think it's good as the original. And then, well, um, well, I mean, so what's it? An eight? Well, the original was, was up for Best Picture, though. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I mean, yeah. So yeah. it's really hard to remake an Oscar winner. Is that yeah. what you're about to say? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, like, but the original is, is, is a ten. C- Cinderella is so. also good, and then I also think Jungle Book. Yeah, I would say Jungle Book. Jungle Book's probably very good. Yeah, yeah very like comparable. I mean, our bad ones are Dumbo, 
Dumbo's terrible. And so what's funny about that? Like the, the the bad ones are Mulan, Lion King, and Aladdin. You'd never no, no, no. think Aladdin. I, like Aladdin. I don't. You keep saying Aladdin. I don't think Aladdin is bad. It's not. No, we're talking about measuring up to the original. Sure. But I mean, they've made bad movies, so Dumbo is terrible. Yeah, yeah Dumbo is not bad. So Dumbo, Dumbo, I think we gave threes to a three and a four. Yeah, um, yeah, like Aladdin. I gave Aladdin a seven and a half. Like I, 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 I was I very happy with Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Now listen, did I expect it to be? Because listen, he's a goddamn genie. I understood that. We're forgetting another one though in there. For, like, oh, Lion King. Lion King's, King's bad. Yeah, that's that's it. Dumbo's bad. Lion There's... King's bad, but it's like such a conundrum because it's. Oh, so much of that movie was ver- verbatim the same. Like it just same but, movie only but, worse. That but was one, one, but one, one movie has emotion and soul, and the other movie doesn't. Same movie done worse. Yeah, bang bang, <laughs> <laughs> out of my face. So we got a two and two fours. It's not great. Yeah, not, combined score of eight. <laughs> not good, Bob. Wow, that's really bad math by my part. That's a combined <laughs> score of ten. <laughs> I love that I said that. Neither one of you even blinked. Uh, I was... Thanks, guys. Appreciate I've, the I've had I've had more fun ripping on this movie than I did watching this movie, and I'm usually not in that camp for most. You know, things. you know what's I actually kind of enjoyed watching it because I was ripping on it in real time okay. from my living room. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I was making comments because I was watching it with my wife. I'm like, "Where's her armor? I was watching it with where's, my kids. Where'd this witch come from? I was watching it with my kids. I you know, yeah, I, like I I'm dropping like, the whole witch thing. And my wife is staring at me. The whole witch thing is like I don't even know that character that... is just a plot driving piece of garbage. No, but it doesn't because her stupid sacrifice doesn't make any sense yeah because you've already seen mulan you know kick away lances and stuff why why she, why why do you have to save her life from that arrow but she's they, gonna be but fine they don't set up they don't set up the the turncoat to good they don't set it up what which is where she makes a noble sacrifice yeah. you actually should have loved that because that's well, but i did but it, but it didn't it just came out of left field that's well, why I didn't well, love no, it. She's, I mean, they set that up. Yeah, she's she's being she the hated the, she never could have been. She hated the guy that was yeah. running the show anyway, and blah blah blah. Yeah, it yeah she sees herself surprise. in her, but the better version. Listen, she the has movie's a dog shit, dude. Why do you care? <laughs> <laughs> because it's Disney and it's Mulan, and I mean, it probably had like a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Like, uh, it had two hundred million. Well, so easy. actually, you know, one thing I didn't really talk about, and I do want to give them credit for the cinematography. Yes, here. Because there are some sweeping shots that are absolutely wonderful. stunning. Which I think is what helped add to the runtime. Well, I'm sure. And they decided to keep that kind of stuff in and yeah. cut other things. So, yeah. But I, I do want to give them props. Like, I looked at it a couple points and I was like, no, wow. Cinematography is very great. good. Sound is great. Music is The music is good in the movie. The only thing I didn't like was, you could, did you did you guys notice how, how high of a frame rate this was shot in? Mm-hmm. There's some scenes where like the, the soldiers are running and they're like running super, super fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks really funny to watch their legs move. But they did that because they knew they were going to slow-mo some stuff down. This is the first Disney live-action remake to receive a PG-13 rating. I just read that on IMDb. Wait, this is PG-13? And there's no blood? And that, isn't that weird? Isn't that a super weird? Is it because, just because all these people die? It's probably because they're blowing people up. Man. That's got to be it. I didn't realize it was PG-13. That nobody swears or anything. There's not a single swear word. Yeah, or there's yeah no I mean, blood. You don't even, nobody even says, like, damn or hell or anything nope. like that. Stuff you can say on, like, children's television. <laughs> that, yeah, nowadays. <laughs> Do you remember Ren and Stimpy? Oh my That's goodness! Television, but... <laughs> that is that is almost R by today's standards, let alone in the nineties. Yeah. Holy moly! No, um, not a great movie. Not happy. No, with it. it was. It was, no, it was, it was just, just disappointment. I, I, I think better. so. I was disappointed by this. I would admit, but I mean, I was also disappointed by Lion King and Aladdin. And... My big thing is, is that like this is not worth the twenty nine ninety nine price tag. I told you it wasn't going to be. I told you it wasn't going to be. I think we all agreed on that fact. Yeah. To be honest, we all agreed that twenty nine ninety nine was too expensive to begin with. But it's just, 
it's not a good look for it. I just I cannot believe they charge that much for this, and it's not good. Well, I mean, lesson learned by them. Lesson learned. Well, I mean, we like I said, we always said twenty nine was too high. Yeah. Even in I think nineteen was their price point. Yeah, I think that I think it would have served them better that way. I think fourteen ninety nine is for an opening movie on streaming service. That's probably the most you can charge. Because like fifteen bucks is fifteen. Twenty is a different story. Fifteen bucks is fifteen bucks. But like, you get to the twenty dollar mark, you're like, ah, it's twenty bucks. I don't want to. Twenty bucks is more than what most people will pay for food. So that's my point, though. Like yeah. fifteen, kind of that's in the realm of that's what you're paying so for a sit down dinner. I never, I never figured it out. Do we own that? Like, if you bought it, it was, yeah, no, no, no. I, they I, talked I, about their I, I pro, their pricing structure. I, I answered this. Um, twenty nine 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 gets you premier access all the way until it releases on normal. So yeah, you, so you, you, you have, get it. Yeah, okay, you get so it all the way until it if launches. If you decide to rewatch Mulan, like yes. I'm sure you will a hundred times. I, well, I, mean, you I have, will you never have, watch this. You have kids. Again, they, 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 they may. Guess what? My five year old didn't give a shit. Oh, really? Yeah, what she, about your? Did your daughter she, even? No, she went to okay, bed. Okay. She, she went to the other room. <laughs> during, during the middle of the movie, she looked at me. She looked at me and said, "And said, Dad, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to sleep." I said, "Okay." That's she has bad. never done that in the middle That's of a movie. Bad. She she cool. tries to stay awake. She'll pass out on. So, like, okay, okay. Lesson learned then for Mulan. I mean, I'm sure Disney's learning lessons with these movies. Depends on how much goddamn money it makes. I would love to know the opening like three or four days on the th- the twenty nine nine price point. I would pricing? love to know how that how well it was received. We'll, we'll never hear it. I can't imagine it was because no one I talked to has seen it, or they're all saying, "I'll I'll just wait." Because if you're gonna charge thirty bucks for it in August, but say it comes out in December for free, may, you may not want to mention that second part. I think that announcement for December was in reaction to it not doing well off the start. But then why not just lower the price? If it's no, because no, you can't. If it's yeah, no. Why? Because if I bought it for twenty nine, and the next uh, day okay, you buy yeah, it for yeah. nineteen, I'm gonna burn Disney down. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, I mean no, that's seriously you're, like you're you can't. Right, yeah, right. once you, you pick a price somewhere. point, you something can't. like that. Yeah, you can't change that. There's mm-hmm. no way you can't, can't change, change that digital that, space. Because how am I getting my ten bucks back? You ain't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. So I think we beat up enough on this combined score of ten out of thirty, which is failing. F minus. Oh my god! I'm I'm just so disappointed that Mulan wasn't better. I just I I don't know why I think these movies are going to come out to be tens. Why do I do that? Because you want them to be good. I, I do mean, want wait, them listen. To be obviously, we thing. don't want things to suck, but when you start when you start playing with things that are iconic, you're going to yeah, miss you, the mark. Sometimes you've got to live up to that. Like to to have the balls to put that back out there, you've got to you've got to live up to that. Especially a studio like this, like this is this isn't like like someone pulling something out of a hat that you know was good way 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 back. You know, like you know your Terminator remakes, your Alien, you know rehat, all thanks, this kind of stuff. Thanks for those. Well, like, well, seriously though, serious, though, you know, long time, great things, but you can do that differently. To grab something that is you know an animated classic that's just that's just embedded in in people's you know just their childhoods and stuff, and then to come out with something using the same characters. But completely bastardizing. That's it, what's so. That's rough. That's what's so baffling to me, though, is like they have such a good track record when it comes to animation. Like those movies are. Think, think about it. Mulan is widely loved and critically most, loved. Most of those Disney's, like if a Disney movie came out and it was animated, like they were big deals. But like yeah. that's my point, though, is why can't they get the live action right? You what, can't, I mean, you can't say they're not able to because we we get movies like like Avengers Endgame. 
you know the things you we no that, I'm, I'm talking about adaptions though well yeah but the things we can do now with all with the cgi all this other stuff that, that's available to us to make these bring these movies to life to bring these comic book characters to life how the hell can't you bring these dragon well yeah how how the hell can't you bring these characters and these animated stories alive why can't you do the things that are I mean, big moments we got an anim- we got a live action pokemon movie that was great I want you to think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I mean, that's probably well, like listen, a... This movie's not bad because they couldn't do it. This movie's bad because they didn't that's, do it. That's, that's the, a different story. That's the best way to put yeah, it, too. They weren't unable to complete this. They chose to change yeah, the These are all the movies that they took with their own property. Yes. I mean, yeah. listen, I'll give them credit for something. They tried something different. I would agree with I that. I hated it. But that's that's what you yeah, just yeah. said. There might be other people out there that like this. But what you just said is a very good measurable. They made a live action Pokemon movie that worked. Like that's that's a very good measurable. And thing it wasn't even. And it wasn't even the Pokemon that's where we know her that's from. That, it's completely different. Here's the thing. Yeah, that's where not, we know that girl from. It's Ricky. not. Yes, that's, that's it. it. Is that... the girl from the Pokemon movie? Yeah, that just can't hit me. Really? She's a reporter. The okay. one that has Psyduck. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Well, Look at you. Look the, at you, buddy. The, the point on the Pokemon movie is it wasn't even the Pokemon movie Pokemon fans wanted. No, but it still worked. But it was still great. It was yeah. still a good movie. Well, I'm a fan of like grounding things as in much reality as possible. I, that, that's cool. That's fine. It's not correct for Pokemon. No, but like I'm, but, I'm, but I'm it's saying, great. Like, some of the Disney approaches they I mean, Lion King is as real as it gets because it looks photorealistic. Yes, I mean, but you have... that was an achievement. Still not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, listen, I will never take away from what they did to animate that movie. It was a spectacular success. That was a two hundred and fifty million dollar yeah. budget. It was also a pile of shit. We're all. So... I mean, we're going to talk about Tenet, which was a two hundred million dollar movie today, and Dark Knight Rises, which I worked on, that was two hundred. And those were like huge action blockbusters. Yeah. And then you have Lion King 250 because of the animation style. It's just, it's just to me, it's just like it's all over the map and it's weird. Which is why I'll never get a, a Blizzard cinematic team animated movie because it costs way too much goddamn money to do. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned I mean, that. They because... tried that. No, they didn't. They <laughs> they half-assed it. I just to go on a little diatribe about Warcraft. That's one of the movies that I don't hate. I like what they tried to do with it. I respect it. I mean, they did the wrong story. They did the wrong story. I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly with they, that one. But they, I mean, they'll, they'll no. be the ones that tell you they did the wrong. They story. They did the wrong story. They mixed they mixed their their CGI cinematics with the with the actual live action. They just needed to make a goddamn Pixar style fully animated movie, and it would have it would have done billions. It wasn't. I don't. Th- I don't think that was what people had the problem with. I think it was just a story that no one, could, anyone that wanted to watch that movie, they didn't know that story. So they, but they yeah, you, you just said that was the right story. For, for to me, going back to the beginning, yes, that absolutely was the right choice. Arthas, go back to the beginning. You tell the Arthas story. No, that's not Arthas. Isn't the beginning of that story. Arthas is the story that everyone knows well, fine. and everyone loves. Them. But that's a whole different. You start you strong. Know. But like they when when one day when they when they made a decision, do we go with three or do we go back to the PC DOS Warcraft Orcs and Humans? And someone and somehow they they went over there, and so. What you commit, you commit. I get it, but so yeah, wrong they choices were made. right into the wall too. But, so. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, they also probably had, you know, uh, an MCU sort of story engineered to go towards Arthas. Off that ga- off that garbage, probably not. I- I'm sure they before the movie came out, they had plans. I don't know. Anyway, that's a, that's a weird. That's a whole other tangent. Yeah. Um. Okay, Mulan. Well, don't worry, you're never getting another Warcraft movie. I know. It's. It, it, don't worry. No one's more. <sighs> no one wants to kill themselves more than I do. But hey. You know, but you know what though. 
all jokes aside, that movie almost made enough money in China alone that it almost got greenlit for another one. Legitimately. Jesus. It almost, seriously, it's Asian yeah. market pool. I mean, obviously, it's Warcraft. Yeah. Um, almost got enough money to pull it. Jesus. So, yeah. So they, ru- they ruined a gold mine. Well, Think about that. I mean, last thing I'll say about Disney. I mean, just like your boy in Terminator. Ruined a gold mine. Yes. Hey, yo. Thank you. Twist the knife some more, please. Um, <laughs> Disney, you can do better. I expect better out of yes, you, Disney. I do. Yep. Same. Uh, Chris, I th- Chris, are you going to – you have to go now? Or? Yeah, I'm going to dip out. I'm mad at you, though, because for the first time since I got back on the show – actually, since I started on the show, you didn't ask me if there's anything new going oh, on in I'm my sorry, life. Yeah. The first time ever. And I actually had something to talk about. Just talk about next so, week. Talk about next week. I mean, I guess I'll talk about it right now. You talk about it right now? No, 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 don't no. talk about it right now. I, I don't even want to. I'm so, I don't, I don't want to look at him. <laughs> I spent half the show looking the other direction. I don't want to talk to him now. We expect you to we expect you to have a um tenant discussion next week with us for a few minutes on the show. I want to know what you thought. I have to watch a crappy love story for next week. We do actually, and I'm super excited. <laughs> super excited. Roger, we finally got rid of him. He's gone. Yeah. We're back. Chris is gone. So we're going to talk about Tenet now, and this is going to be, I guess, talking about Tenet isn't just diving into Tenet. It's a whole Nolan discussion, but... No, we're talking about Tenet. we got to talk a little bit about Nolan, though. So Tenet. Tenet came out of September. <laughs> you can just say one word over and over again. What is Tenet? Just like in the movie. Tenet, what is it? Uh, September 3rd, 2020. It was a theatrical release, not VOD, which is kind of a big deal. Directed by... Titan Christopher Nolan, who may actually be the That's king not his of first name. Christopher Nolan. Titan. Oh, Titan. Okay, we're Jesus. You have such an ability to throw me off. It's it's uncanny. John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Michael Caine makes an appearance. Kenneth Branagh, uh, Martin Donovan. Let's get into it. Shall Where's we? the rest of his crew, man? That's what I was kind of wondering, too. I was really kind of disappointed. You know about all those rumors about it was a sequel to Inception? Inception? I was kind of disappointed they didn't. we didn't see Cobb. Nope, not even a nod to it. Like, I, I was kind of disappointed. That. No. I thought he was going to that. First, okay, first no moment. Tom Hardy, no Joseph Gordon-Levitt, no Marion Cotillard, no uh, DiCaprio. No DiCaprio. Hmm. But funny you bring – well, I mean, not funny, but that, I think, is the movie we will closely reference – is Inception with this one because it's kind of similar in that oh, way. Oh, yeah, sure. Because, well, I mean, it leaves stuff up in the air. All right. Roger, can you explain the plot of this movie? Please? I sure can. I actually can very comprehensively. Well, the thing, this. when you when you, when you you pitch a film, there's a thing called a log line you write. It's usually one or two sentences. Can you do that in one or two sentences? Yes. By all means. Time travel. Heist. That's way oversimplifying it. But a long line is meant to pitch your whole movie in tens or two. I just did that. Fine. Okay, fine. Okay, so this is... Much like Avengers Endgame, time heist. This is... I open, I'm going to start off by saying, so I was able to catch this movie. It came out the 3rd of September. I was able to catch it in the middle of August. A buddy of mine who runs a theater, which I don't want to say who he is. He might get in trouble for showing it to me early. But I, I, I had to drive there, and we watched it. He'd already seen it. And he watched it again the next night with me. And he, after the movie ended, he asked me one question. How much did you hate it? Because, I mean, I guess he knows, I guess, a little bit about me. We kind of grew up working in the same movie theater. But, so, I was so angry when this movie ended that if I had to score it, I would have given it a one or a zero. When the first time the movie ended, 
I've come to my senses since. But there's a couple discussion points I want to have, Roger, and it's not going to be... It's hard to talk about this movie and not spoil anything, so we won't do spoilers. And if we do, they're, they're not going to be huge spoilers edit by any means. I can so, explain the whole ending in four seconds. Please do. The whole ending? No, don't. Please don't. That's okay. So I can. I can do two lines and explain the whole ending. John David Washington is billed as the protagonist. Doesn't have a name, just protagonist. And Robert Pattinson is Neil. Now, starting off, of those two, I thought Pattinson stole the show every single time. Yeah, he, he probably outplays... Uh, he's a better actor like i think he's just a better actor Mm, i don't know about overall per se but in this film sure i mean this pattinson shines here where john david washington is just the lead does that make sense it does make sense they don't let him do what he does he does have some good fight scenes, though. I mean, we're talking about washington Mm -hmm. yeah i i mean i sure i give you that i guess but I guess what aggravates me so much about this movie is I love Nolan. I was able to travel on The Dark Knight Rises. I've met the man. I've talked to him. It was just like one of the highlights of me being alive. Uh, It was wonderful. And it's just, this is not a movie that, now it was written by him. It was directed by him. Uh, For a long time, this was his baby. I just, to, to me, this is, it looks like a Nolan film. It sounds like an, even though it's not Zimmer, it sounds like a Nolan film. It has all the makings of a Nolan film. It just something is missing, and I can't put my finger on it. Now that's just now you asked me a question in the beginning of the show. I bet you didn't like it because mm-hmm. I asked Grayson this. So Grayson isn't a big fan of this movie, and I'm not the giant fan of this movie. But I think, and he says not, but uh, I believe that Grayson didn't like it at first because I don't think he understood it. Now he says that he does. So I guess we'll find out. Well, I can't really explain. No, I mean it's it. there's every. Me and him will talk about one it. One little, you drop one bomb, and you just you unravel the whole movie. So That's I don't want to do that. Well, so here here's the thing with this movie because this movie is basically it, it takes place in the moon. No, I'm kidding. I don't. Know. This this is basically two parts. So the first two thirds of the film are explaining what Tenet is, okay, yeah. and how it comes to pass. Is that fair to say? I'd say that's fair, sure. Okay, so maybe maybe a little less than two of those, but right around that number. After you know what's happening, like after you get the full briefing on everything that's been going on and why things are the way they are, it's a second movie. It's much more action-driven, much more suspenseful, all in one run. And I think once I figured out, because I figured out what was happening before it actually happened in the movie... I was more okay with it than you were because this movie is a time travel movie. Okay? Well, I figured it out at one point, and Pattinson's character helped me figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's a certain look he gives somewhere, but yeah. that, like, I was like, well, I, well, I won't say I, I committed to, I committed myself to, to, I committed myself to that line of thought, and I, I, I happen to be right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's fairly obvious what, a certain character is seeing when he sees and that's that's just what i want to say but like that's my i i i com- completely committed to that line of reasoning sure and that's fine but like tenant you have to pay attention to tenant okay you can't just casually watch tenant you have to actually be involved in watching it like you can't be dicking around on your phone you can't be texting talking to somebody be... no if you do not pay attention during tenant you will not like tenant because you're gonna guarantee you, you that if you miss something you miss everything and pretty that's, much 
look, I don't have a problem with that because you shouldn't be doing anything else while you're watching a movie. You should be paying attention, especially if you pay for it. Right. If you pay full price for the ticket price, why are you not? Why are you on your phone? Why are you dicking around? That's you know that's silly anyway. You're paying for something you're not getting at that point. So largely, I think – so let's talk about the sound quality, which is a very well, common complaint people have. So I've heard this from more than just you at this point. Other people I've talked to have seen Tenet. So I don't know if it's on purpose or an issue or whatever, but Tenet, the sound in Tenet is loud. And I mean really, really loud. Not like there's a loud scene. There is loud music loud explosions that run through the movie and over top of dialogue a lot. Important dialogue. Important dialogue. Like, I understand, you know, during a war movie or an action sequence where things get loud, a car crashes, something explodes, gunshots. Okay? That happens. That's okay. You don't need filler music in the background being louder than your main characters conversing. And well, that happens in this movie... On many occasions. But there's also a large part of this movie where they're talking through masks or That's breathing, right. a breathing well, apparatuses. They have breathing apparatuses. But, like, the dialogue is already hampered because of that. So, why, so which leads me to my next question, and, and, and maybe, I'm just, maybe I'm just spitballing here looking for an explanation, but was it – do you think there's a, it could have been intentional? Well, let me ask you that. I don't know if it wasn't intentional. Is that a fair way to answer that? Yeah, I listen, can see. It's, I just I have a hard time believing that somebody wanted to mix that sound that loud. I can't believe the studio would have let it would have let that cut be the one that they released to theaters only because no I don't care if it's part of your overall master plan if no one can hear the dialogue people are gonna sure you know that that's it negative. It is a very dialogue driven movie. So Extremely that's that's the point. But I like, do have an issue with that. It's like because because you, you've seen this before I did and you mentioned that you had a problem with that. Now I'm not trying to knock on you, but I know that for a fact that you have a little bit of a hearing issue. So I, I was do. Like, well, maybe you push that a little bit farther just because you know you have trouble with that. No, at about the 12 or 13 minute mark in the movie, I knew exactly what you're talking about because this movie starts off with a uh, an assault on an opera house or a symphony house. And it is loud from the start because the dude is running through this concrete hallway firing off rounds. And it's so loud the theater is shaking. It, it is. It, well, if, if your theater has any respectable sound at all, it yeah. is doing its job. And it's, it's the Dolby is just no, going crazy. I saw it in one of the smallest houses at our local AMC. And it's still banging. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Is Which is a very Dark Knight Rises opening. Well, that reminded me of Dark Knight. Like, it's a, it's a strong, I, th I, th I, th I think it's meant to, though. It's a strong action sequence opening that doesn't actually explain to you anything, but shows you a little bit of something. I mean, that's that's how this movie starts. Well, the thing is, you're right. It starts heavy, and then you just kind of hit the ground running, and you never stop running. You don't really stop. Until, like, two-thirds of the way of the movie, well, and then they start explaining That's when everything stops, because that's when, for the first time, you get some explanation. And Which is a long in. time to go with, with with expecting your audience to just keep having all these questions bookmarked in their mind of, oh, I'll, I'm sure they'll explain later. I'm sure they'll explain. Like, it's a lot. Well, and that's part of the reason why – that's one of the ones I hold against this movie. The way, the way I think they have it set in that instance is up until that point in the movie, it's reaction, reaction, reaction. After that, it is action. They are driving the plot. You know what I mean? Well, they're, it's, they're not just playing catch-up. They're ahead of the game. The reason I, I think now after 
once the movie concludes and you and you allow yourself a five minutes like recap what you saw and like things in your mind can make sense. And I think that the movie starting where it does and then just going f- super fast a million miles an hour up to the two thirds point and then stopping is it, it, it's thematically important too. I think it's yes. mimicking something. Um, but again, that's at times. I think this movie is. Oh, you know what it reminds me of, and it just this hit me on my second viewing was, and I, I haven't made reference to these since I was in school and reading about them. But French New Age films in the fifties and the sixties, they were. I actually there were people talking in those movies, but they weren't speaking any language that anyone can really get because it's so weird and so kind of off the wall, Godard. It's just. And that kind of reminds me of this because some of this has to be intentional. Some of the way they talk and some of the phrases they use, obviously it's intentional. Someone wrote words on a page, and I get that. But, I mean, your average moviegoer I don't think understood this movie. So I wouldn't disagree with you there, but I do go back to the point that I've already mentioned. If you didn't pay attention during this movie, you might have some issues. I mean, Especially I if you seriously. this so, movie, this movie is way more complex than just time heist. Now, I I say that as a joke. Um, well, but we, the root of this movie is a time travel. It is kidnapping it is. heist movie. And I mean, so this movie makes Inception look simple. And Inception is not a simple movie to sure. understand. I mean, but, it's, yeah, but Inception is a straightforward movie to understand, Yeah, so this movie isn't straightforward. So what Grayson is talking about in Inception, obviously when they go under, you're in the dream world. Now, in Tenet, you have what's called inversion. Which I'll admit, it's it's, it's kind of a cool thing. It's it's neat. neat. But I'm not even going to begin to try to explain (laughs) it here. No, listen. This is a movie that's going to be divisive, okay? And unfortunately, we can't say a whole lot about it because... One bit of knowledge will spoil a lot of stuff for you, so I'm not even going to go down that route. Well, given how but big in, profile this movie is, they, they do try it. to make a point to explain to you what inversion is and how it works. Okay, whether you understand it or not, after that, that's going to vary person to person. But that's kind of on you for paying attention. Well, that's that's what I mean. Because listen, they give you everything you need to know to understand what is happening. You just got to put the pieces together. So pay attention during tenant. And I, I think, no other end. think you will uh, enjoy. I, I I agree with that somewhat. Now my my anger has somewhat subsided because I actually like. So what something I haven't had to do for a while is I sat down with last week or a couple days ago when I saw it my second time. And I sat down with a piece of paper and kind of just mapped out, you know, some Nolan things. I I brought up Cobb for myself just to like see. I see a lot of similarities between Cobb and the protagonist and. You know, DiCaprio's character Cobb, and of course the Washington character of this one, the protagonist from Tenet, and kind of mapping it out on paper just to see what I come up with. And I, what I keep coming to is that some of the things that I have such a huge problem with, you know, such as the dialogue or the, the sound really washing out the dialogue, or some of the story moments are just asinine and really hard to understand. The movie being so complex, I think is intentional. I, th- I think it almost has to be intentional. Some of it might be. So, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's maybe it's Nolan's way to make sure people watch it twice. Eh, or I mean, I think that's a bit of a stretch to say something along that line. But you think so? Eh, I, shit, I don't know. I mean, if you okay, so let me ask you something. <laughs> you watch Tenet, and 
two characters talking at the end. I won't say who they are. Two characters talking at the end. One of them turns around and says something that's kind of clever, but also like mind-blowingly just bomb drop with with information. Yeah. And you don't hear that the first time. You wouldn't say well, that would be an a, issue. A week from the, you wouldn't be like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and watch that a second time. You're right. So, I mean, how much? That hopefully, is it wouldn't come to that, but maybe. There's also the Michael Caine part. Now, un- un- unfortunately, we only see Michael Caine for like what four minutes. Three or four minutes. It's a shame because you know Michael Caine is great, but he is also looking. He's getting a little old. He's getting up there, but. Still you know, love his voice, but Kane is still a Nolan staple, and I'm I'm very happy for that. But there's some of that information in there. If you if you miss, you need to pay attention, or you're texting or whatever. The whole movie is blown for you. You need to pay attention to what he's saying, and that's kind of what I. Uh, I guess I'm just. I don't. My biggest disappointment with this is just. I don't. Can you, can you? I think you. Do you know why I'm having such a hard time with this? I do. Well, I think is you expected it to be this godlike movie, and it's not even as good as Inception, um, which is a fair way to look at. Because listen, I like this movie significantly more than you did. I know that I did. I still don't think it's as good as Inception. And that's I don't either. Well, that's what I mean. And you, you know, you get all hyped up because you know you do that thing where you're like, "Oh, this movie's going to be great, going to be great, going to be great," <laughs> and then when yeah. it doesn't meet your your you know, your level of standard for it or, you know, it wasn't this masterpiece that you thought it was going to be. You get really, really down on it. Uh, I actually applaud you this time for taking second viewing to rationalize your thoughts a little bit more. Well, I, I, well, I, listen, I, I owed time, it to Nolan. Well, the first time I talked to you about this movie, at, before I had seen it, you were so down on this movie it wasn't even funny. I was like, like you're a like, zero this movie's or one. Ter- yeah, yeah. You're like this movie's terrible. Like I'm worst. glad that you realize that it's not terrible. No, I don't. I think I was being harsh because, it, but it, again, it's also so. I am one shocked that you would have an overreaction to a movie. Shocked. <laughs> so let's just for, for one second. Let's let, let's let's look at let's look at some of the. I just want to take a second and look at some of the Nolan things and maybe see. I'm trying to talk my way through it for a lot of people. I think doing the same thing. So, insomnia. Batman Begins. I always forget he did Insomnia. That's a decent movie. That's pretty good. Insomnia, Batman Begins, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, even Interstellar, all very straightforward movies. Uh, Interstellar is not straightforward. Well, but it's it, you can understand it in one go-around without too much yeah, that's That's probably true. And then Dunkirk, you might have to watch that twice. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. You need to pay attention to Dunkirk. That's a World War II movie without any battle. Yeah, pretty much. It's a masterly way to say it. And then Tenet. And then like, what the heck? It's just so different than anything else he's ever done. It's like I, maybe it's the problem that he's it's different. And I don't like different. Maybe that's it. Maybe. maybe. I mean, does that make me a bad movie person? Makes you an idiot. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll give you that cuz you, you 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 were holding that one for a few minutes. I got No, you. but I, I mean, listen, it, this Tenet is very different. Um, even for the guy that, like I said, made Inception, you know, you got to suspend some belief here. But they, one thing they try to do with this movie, even though it is related to time travel, is they really try to make it believable, which is also why you have to pay attention. Because All these terms it, are thrown right, at you. If and you like, miss God. these details, you will miss major parts of this movie. So, okay, let's talk about then Debicki, her character, without, without I mean, Pulling too much, but so the thing with a circular argument for me, you know, the whole why does a teenager have a car to get to work? Why do they have a why why do they have a job? Pay for their car. It's a circular argument. Doesn't make any sense. The whole thing with the 
Debicki's character, which is her and John David Washington. It seems like his only motivation in this movie is to help her. Yes. Save her for whatever fate she's going to fight. I mean, but then it comes into a much bigger problem when he, then they actually get into what is Tenet, what is this guy going to do with this weird equation? So, so Kat is her name. She has a son. And then Kenneth Branagh is her, her husband, soon to be ex, but Andre Sater, who, you know, is threatening the whole world. He's, he's, he's a pretty, pretty big piece of crap without getting into it. Can you, let me ask you this, Roger. Can you really curtail or take that out completely and still have a movie tenant? I mean, I, I understand I, you know he, I his I character is very closely involved with Tenet and, and, the, and the, the motivation for it. But if you did a couple of reworkings... I don't think you could take that out. You don't think so? Oh, I was just, just a question. Because... I, don't, I don't believe you could. I think, I think that story, how it's woven together, is one of the better parts of it. I think Kenneth Branagh is one of the better oh, parts yeah, of he's, it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's great. great in this movie. He's great. I mean, he's just... He's just one of those guys that elevates. I'm not saying it's bad. It's bad material, but he elevates it to a point where, like, I was able to like, okay, I liked his character. I, I really kind of felt it. But Kenneth Branagh is not. He he's good, man. He's he's very good. Um, but the Debicki thing, it kind of just seems like if you take her away, you completely take away the protagonist's motivation for anything in this movie, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. Because, I mean, it's a circular argument type of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So well, this whole movie is a circular movie. Well, I mean, I mean, quite literally a circular well, movie. Yeah, um, that's not what I mean, people. You need to pay attention. <laughs> so I mean, but like, I, I mean, there are some questions that I asked Roger before we started. Can we mention this? And you're like, well, that's a pretty huge spoiler. So I don't want to mention yeah. that. But what is your overall, including this in the rest of the Nolan universe? What is your overall takeaway from Tenet? If you're going to take one away, well, I don't think it it falls too far out of the. Nolan stuff, you know what I mean? It definitely has bits and pieces. I mean, it's it's clearly a Nolan movie. And to say it's too far out there, I don't think is a fair statement either because we did get a movie like Inception and did get an Interstellar, which, I mean, pretty crazy shit happens in those movies, right? We could be fair, fair to say. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't look at Tenet as like, hey, this is an overly ambitious project. However, I don't think this movie's as good as either one of those two. Because I would say this. I, one I have is a worst. soft spot for Interstellar. I, I think do Interstellar too. Is great. I think it's a little bit too long, but I kind of dig it. I think. What do you I think, think about? I, when someone says Interstellar. What do you think about? What's the one scene you think about? The one scene I think about. I think about when he's going through the black hole and like the things like reaching out for him. I always think of that. I think of when he's always. watching when he comes back from the water planet, uh-huh. and he's watching like the seven years of messages from his family, and like mm-hmm. the camera's just like slowly tracking in on him, and he's cr- like. Oh my god, that that's power, man. Yeah. And like there's some conversations on the ship that are just wonderful. But like what we think about is the power of mm-hmm. the some of those incredibly powerful moments that don't really make any sense in the broader scheme of things. Like what's the Tars is the Tars. No things he can't possibly like Cooper, this is the fifth dimension. Um how do you know that, Tars? How do you possibly know that? Cooper humans rules. programmed you and humans don't know that. So how Tars do you know that? Rules. That's why. <laughs> Fair enough. Um but like the, the Interstellar is one of those movies. It's it, it is kind of out there, but it's it's also very straightforward of a movie, I think, or or at least linear enough to follow with all the characters. Tenet, it's more I linear than this, <laughs> but so maybe it's just. I mean, he does fall through the plaid dimension, so <laughs> in Interstellar. I mean, that's true, but we do get eesh. a little bit out there. 
I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. Maybe in time I'll come to think of it well, as a masterpiece. So I mean, let's let's talk. Let's. So here's the thing with Tenet. Obviously, we can't talk much about it because it will ruin this movie. Listen, you want to get out and see a movie? Tenet's probably your best bet right now. I mean, legitimately. It's the most popular bet right yeah, now. Sure. It's, it's, listen, it's better than New Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out there. We gave than... New Mutants a two and a one. Yeah, it's, it's, be, it's, it's better than Unhinged, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. So, okay. So, I mean, but yeah. So it's, I had a lot of fun in Unhinged, though, man. Well, I had a lot of fun. Unintentional comedy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show her what a bad day is. Um, but so, I think, I think I'll go ahead and rate Tenet now. Now listen, I have no idea what you're going to rate this movie, and you're probably going to surprise me, but I'm going to give Tenet a 7, okay? Because listen, I will absolutely recommend Tenet to people with the caveat you need to pay attention to it. However, if you have a problem with this movie, I want to hear it. Like, because I know what my problems are, and without spoiling it, because if I tell you what some of my problems are, you'll I'll spoil this no, movie. No, no, you can't. It's, <laughs> it's so hard to talk about the plot of a circle... Yeah. Without, you know, it's like, so it's, it's just, hard. It's tough. But, like, this is a movie, I think, some point down the road, we should have a really in depth, deep discussion about what this movie is. Did so. you know? I didn't know that Ives, that soldier, was Aaron Taylor Johnson kick ass. I didn't know that was who that was. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, interesting. I didn't, he's just grown so much he's that. He's jacked. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's impressively jacked in this movie. So, for me, this is a number that I have thought about since the, be- since the middle of August. And, Nolan is a huge deal for me. I was able to travel on one of arguably the biggest movies ever made. Um, I was able to talk to him, him and his wife, a couple of times. I had some good conversations with him, shorter but good. And I, I wanted to give this movie a 10, uh, but this movie sits at a 6, which is so disappointing for me in Nolan, a 6. I just – because everything else I would give – I would give so many of Nolan's projects – an an eight or higher, maybe not tens, but you have to divide the eight and eight and nine into like much smaller pieces than just eight, eight point five, and nine, nine point five. But man, I would I love so much of Nolan's work and like love I watch all the time. It's just, it's my type of thing. Starting with Insomnia, with Batman Begins, I love the music. I love everything about it. The Dark Knight, even Inception, it gets a little crazy, but The Dark Knight Rises, uh, Interstellar. I wanted to give this movie a ten, um, but after my first viewing it was a one and after my second viewing and rationalizing on paper for myself it was a six but six to me is not good on just for me i like i wanted to give it a 10 so i'm just giving it a six man i, I feel defeated but grayson's depressed which is fine all right we've talked a long time about um these two movies but yeah what are some closing statements you want to say about tenant besides just pay attention i think tenant well, I mean, besides pay attention, let me know what you guys think. Would you recommend a second viewing? Well, I haven't done a second viewing myself yet, and it's listen, it's a little bit different now. I caught so many things on the well, second viewing. See, that's the thing. I was pretty up on it the first time. I bet you I'd see all kinds of stuff the second time, which I'm okay with. But it, it's it's not like you know, it's not like it was eight months ago when I could just pop back into a movie theater on a day off and watch Tenet again. I kind of have to plan around things a little bit more. You, know, you also have to be like mentally hundred percent there too. Yeah, true. You know? um, but yeah, listen, I would like to get ten of a rewatch, but who knows? We've got some slow days coming up over the next. It few gained weeks, so. five numbers from my second watch. Man, what so. you think already to twelve? 
shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dang. What if you rated an A at that point? But um, I, I'm really excited to see what he does next, Christopher Nolan. I just well, it's I mean, gonna listen, be more. It's Chris, gonna be more time stuff. I can Chris promise Nolan's you that. Chris Nolan's the guy that he's allowed to make whatever he wants. And listen, if he takes a risk and it doesn't always pay off. Oh, M- Memento is his next thing. That's a, oh really? So he's coming back to where he started, Memento. Interesting. Doodlebug following in Memento. Gee Louise. Cool. I mean, I'd like to see how he does that, but interesting. All right. Well, so I, I would, I would absolutely recommend watching Tenet, but you have to be aware of what's going on. You have to just, just don't even take your phone in this movie. Just leave it in the car. Just leave it somewhere that you're not. Leave it in your pocket somewhere you're not going to look at it because you miss one thing, you 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 miss everything. I think that's fair. Well, Roger, we've come to the end of another episode, my friend. Yep. Episode one hundred ninety-one of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following four iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, soon to be a fifth one. I'll keep you updated on that. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube. If you've not seen our unhinged video, it's pretty funny. I've watched it a few times myself. I really kind of dig that. Good. Get those numbers up. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And then for next week, we're taking a look at Broken Hearts Gallery. It's gonna, That's a theatrical release. And The Binge, which is at least on Hulu, could be on some, something else. Thank you, Hulu. That's the Vince Vaughn movie with drugs is legal for... Yeah, like the reverse purge. Yes. Yes. 